Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ah, uh, yes, the boys are back in town. The, uh, the original trio, not the original trio, but the trio that's usually here is back together. Raj Geary, Justin Labar, Jack Farmer. Justin, so kind of you to join us this week. Yeah, I figure I had a key to the place. I'd stop by. <laughs> See how we're I'm doing. Kidding. It was yeah. slacking. Just check in. <laughs> Just wanted to check in. You must have heard that Raw was getting pretty spicy and you wanted back in on it. You couldn't stay away for too long. Oh, yeah. I couldn't uh, go another Monday without watching every segment of this three-hour <laughs> show. Because, yeah, full disclosure, I have not been on the last two Monday nights and I did not watch uh, I, 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 everything on Raw that I've seen in the last two weeks was after the fact. What are people buzzing about for better or for worse? So that's just that. That is the one thing with Raw. You could miss a couple of weeks. You come back and didn't really miss too much. To their detriment, their video packages are like too good. You can like miss, you could literally just watch their pay-per-views if we call them that still. And they summarize things so quickly. You're like, oh, okay. That's everything I needed to know. Well, <laughs> yeah, with, with the social media timelines, I mean, I was able to, I mean, I like last Monday night, you know, I'm not watching it live, but I knew, okay. Something was said by Liv uh, that referencing releases. Okay, I gotta. Oh, oh, the Miz is gonna show. You know, like so. I knew what to look for. I knew, you know, Austin Theory and Vince. Like, you know what to look for. You know how to seek it out. Obviously, Wrestling Inc's a, an incredible resource for that because of, of the way, uh, you know, Raj has the site archiving stories and headlines and big moments. So it's very easy. Yeah, it's very easy for me to play catch up on. It, it's not. It's not like missing a Wednesday night of like Dynamite where I got like. I, I gotta like have a I gotta cram like an all nighter to figure out who's who's beating who and who whose record is what now. Right, right, right. Well, well, we got a lot of stuff to get into this week, so I'm just gonna dive right into it. Everyone in the chat, thanks for being here. But we're gonna talk first off. Some big news happened uh, with Jeff Hardy, uh, as noted. Uh, Hardy missed Sunday's WWE live event in Corpus Christi, Texas, and word going around via PW Insider was that. He was sent home from the road. Hardy was not backstage for Sunday's live event in Corpus Christi and was replaced by Rey Mysterio. Matt Hardy said, I did not speak to Jeff. I did speak to Jeff for a little bit today, and he's okay. He's good, and I think he'll be fine. But once again, this isn't my business, and if he wants to go into it in more detail, then he'll do it himself. But, like, Jeff is okay. He's at home, and he's okay. I mean – Scary whenever stuff like this happens, but uh, it feels a little bit better, Raj, is it not, to hear Matt Hardy basically saying, it's it's fine, don't stress about it. Well, I mean, I don't know if you saw the video of it. If you go to Wrestling Inc., there's there's video of Matt, you know, just kind of walking into the crowd after Jeff. after tagging out. I, I sorry, sorry, Jeff. Um, so, yeah, always, you know, uh, he has his history. We don't know exactly what happened here. Um, but it's always, you know, uh, troubling to see. And hopefully he's okay and everything ends up being okay. And this was just something off one night. So, you know, just keeping our fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, I saw I did see the video. It is kind of, it's very bizarre. You know, he dives to give the hot tag to Drew McIntyre and then he just rolls under the bottom rope and 
just staggers to the corner of the barricade and just gets in the crowd. And then you, and a few seconds later, you can see WWE security racing to, to go out to be to be able to at least accompany him on his odd trek out of the building. Uh, yeah, hope hope is hope is okay. Obviously, you know, again, Jeff, it's it's very well documented that he's, you know, he's had he's had. Uh, you know, he's had some detours in, in his career uh, with some personal issues, and it's actually it's even weirder timing right now. He's he's got a broken skull sessions interview sit down with Stone Cold. And obviously, we're you know it's it's impossible not to touch on you know some of the personal struggles he's had to endure, and so it's just you know he talks about it. So it's uh, you know odd timing when you just if you watch that and hear him talk about you know and it sounds like he's overcome stuff, and then you see a weird incident like this again. We don't know what it is. Hopefully, it's nothing too crazy. You know, I'm gonna always follow Matt's lead in the sense of um, you know just saying it's 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 personal deal. Hopefully, Jeff deals with it, and and hopefully WWE does right by Jeff, whatever that means. Whether that means hey takes a little bit of time, or if or if truly it's one of those things where. Yeah, if you need to come back, you need to keep working and be distracted. I, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, WWE does right by him, whatever that's going to mean. Yeah, hopefully, if whatever it is, it, it's nice to know that it seems like he at least has resources, which is always good. So, um, again, hopefully, it's just nothing. Hopefully, it was just a small thing, and there's no no nothing to worry about. But uh, if there is more to it, then I'm sure we'll find out about it first at Wrestling Inc. So keep your eyes over there and follow at Wrestling Inc. on Twitter. That's a great way to stay up to date on that kind of stuff. Speaking of stuff to stay up to date on, this is some where things get a little spicy and a little bit interesting. I want to talk about Johnny Gargano. Uh, after Sunday's show and off the air, fans at the Performance Center in Orlando started chanting, thank you, Johnny, and please don't go to show their appreciation for Johnny Gargano. And he said, right now, I'm beat up, I'm sore, I'm tired, I've got a lot on my mind, but I want to tell you guys everything, and it will tell you guys everything this Tuesday night, Okay. Thank you, and we'll come back here Tuesday night, and I'm going to tell you guys everything, okay? As reported earlier, Gargano's WWE contract was previously set to expire on December 3rd. However, he signed a one-week extension to participate in war games. His contract now expires on December 10th. Gargano also tweeted thank you message uh, to his peers after Sunday's event, uh, and um, you can see a video of him addressing the fans on Wrestling Inc. Uh this is uh, interesting. Uh, Justin, I want to talk to you. It feels like all signs are pointing to Johnny Gargano leaving, except for them giving him time this week on NXT. That feels like a very, he says he's he's going to say he's going to stay kind of move. What do you think? Yeah, I, I could see that perspective. Um, I, I don't think it's a, you know, I think a lot of people would just be based upon the trend of guys and girls leaving WWE either by their choice or by, by uh, being released. Uh, a lot of people think, oh, Johnny's, you know, he's going he's gonna to go to AEW. I don't think it's as big. I don't think it's as much of a foregone conclusion. I, I give some more chance of him actually staying and and truly going to Raw or SmackDown in his NXT time, having been up. Um, I, you know, I think if I try to put myself in his perspective or in his in his you know position, um, you know, he's got a wife that's there in the company. Uh, you know, Johnny, and this is a lot of other wrestlers. What I'm about to say, but then I'll. Johnny Gargano grew up wanting to main event WrestleMania. Johnny Gargano grew up watching WWE, watching Shawn Michaels. Uh, obviously, he's got to work alongside Shawn Michaels. You know, he's got to you know be the star of of WWE's third brand territory. Um, of course, some things wear off, and you have to be professional. And you have to make the best choice for your family professionally. Uh, and obviously, you could say the same thing about Adam Cole. He that was his you know, and, and he decided to sense go to AEW. But I I could definitely see a Johnny Gargano realizing, look. There have been a lot of guys and girls that are gone now, uh, but 
if the company still wants to keep him, if WWE wants to keep him around, if they keep him around, he's going to make money. He's going to make even more money than what he has been. Uh, he has that comfort. You know, is he going to be a star in Raw or SmackDown? Who knows? But you have to go to Raw or SmackDown and see. You know, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of argument of why it wouldn't work, but there's also some case of you know what, guys like Daniel Bryan, you know, did break through, and you know, and, and Johnny, I know Johnny Gargano believes in himself. He would be he would believe in himself that hey, I could be the next Daniel Bryan, like to go and do the underdog run. So. I don't know. I, I just I think that I could I could see him maybe taking a little bit of time off if it's if it's needed or if it's needed to sell the story of Johnny's gone and then he pops back up at like a Royal Rumble or something. I, I just I give some chance here that he's going to stick around uh, and be part of the company still. Yeah, he had signed a one week extension that ex- ex- uh, expires this Friday, actually. Or what's the 10th? Is that December Friday? 10th. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. So, yeah, this Friday. Um, I'm, I'm with you, Jack, up until. A couple of days ago, I just kind of assumed Gargano was gone. He had signed, you know, the extension, but not a full-time deal, which, you know, just kind of told me that he's probably leaving. Now, he had reportedly been offered a pretty good deal to stay. He's got a baby on the way, due in February. And the fact that they're giving him this mic time on Tuesday, that's not really what WWE does when someone leaves, if someone is leaving. So that makes me think that he's probably staying. That's And again, this isn't anything I've heard. It's just my guess with how WWE operates. They don't give uh, usually people time to say their goodbyes. So, um, yeah, my guess is they've probably worked out some sort of deal where he's staying. And it seems like I, I think he's one of those guys that I, whenever you go to the main roster, it's a bit of a coin flip. I always say, obviously, with people we always say are can't miss people and they miss. It's I feel like it's always a coin flip whether or not they'll be successful once they make the transition. But I do think Gargano has all the things you would want. I mean, a lot of people may talk about size, but I think what makes him stand out is he can be silly and he can be serious and he can have good matches. He got fast matches. He got slow matches. He can, he can, he's, he's very pliable in that regard. Like I think you could use him in a lot of ways and I think you could find value in him on the main roster for a lot of places there. And another value to him as well that, um, you know, you can't ever look in this day and age. Johnny Gargano is no trouble. He's mm-hmm. not. He uh, Johnny does not live uh, a toxic lifestyle. Johnny is not a bad person. You're not going to have anybody coming out uh, screenshotting bad DMs. You're not going to. Ha- you're not going to ha- worry about Johnny showing up on TMZ. Like, and that's another. And I and I, I bring that up because you know, that's a valuable thing. You, you, in, in this day and age, you need reliability. You need. Okay, if we're putting investment in somebody. We don't need any skeletons coming out of the closet. We don't need risk. And again, we've seen so much of that in the last couple of years of just where we're at. Uh, and so I think that's another factor of like, yeah, give the guy, offer the guy a really nice contract to be competitive if he even is thinking of fielding offers from anywhere else. And, and in terms of fielding offers anywhere else, and obviously AEW is the only one that would give him probably be able to give him comparable money uh, and obviously notoriety and platform. How many more got, you know, like, there's a lot of other Johnny Gargano likes over an eight. How many more? Like, I, and I think he would even see that and say, you know what? I can be somebody here if they give me the chance. And hopefully I'm on the right side of that, that coin flip. It is an uphill battle uh, as we've seen with, with a guy, his size, um, you know, obviously can't say it's never been done, but it's, it's definitely not the, uh, it's the exception to the rule when it does happen. You know, if you're Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Ray Mysterio, and that's pretty much it as far as, smaller guys that you know kind of make it uh make it big on the main roster um so 
but then again, you know, I, I could see them wanting him to stay in NXT and work with the, all these up and coming talents because, you know, having someone like that to work with your Ron Breakers and, and, uh, you know, the, the, the other green talent is a very valuable position. So, and he'd know. probably, he'd probably take that if it keeps him positioned to be in Florida every single week. And again, family's growing. He, especially if they were going to pay him again, still pay him bigger right. money when he has now. That, that's a deal he would take. Why not? Right. Yeah, I think with him, it's exciting to think of him going somewhere else. But I don't know. I, I feel like WWE is probably going to pay him a ton of money. I don't know his contract situation, but they'll probably pay him a ton of money. They've done right by him so far. I feel like if I was in his shoes, I would probably stick around. Even I know a lot of people are saying, yeah, but what about releases and stuff? Well, I mean, that could happen anywhere. I mean, I don't know. Just It can't. It hasn't really happened, uh, you know, in so far in AEW. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. We just saw, um, oh my gosh, why is it her name? Uh, Swole. Big Swole. You know, yeah. that she wasn't released. Her contract was up and they decided not to uh, renew. But um, yeah, you know, I, you know to, to Justin's point, that AEW has a lot of people on their roster right now. And, you know, uh, a lot of guys like Johnny Gargano to where it's gonna, it's getting tougher and tougher for a lot of guys to get that TV time. I guess I should say, not that it could happen anywhere else, but if he signed a new contract, collected money for three months, and then got let go, he'd still kind of be in the same spot anyways. It's not like, it, I don't think his value would go down. Right. Yeah, as opposed to someone who's, as opposed to like someone who's super hot right now and like on the main roster and doing something or someone like an Adam Cole who could have been, had his stock destroyed by you being used in a silly way. Gargano can be silly and it doesn't hurt his stock value. I don't think. All right. Um, but uh, someone else, we got a quick uh, chat, a super chat here. I definitely want to get on here. Simon <laughs> Taylor, Jack's too pretty to be a wrestling fan. Thank you. You didn't have to super chat that. You could have just. Put that right <laughs> I appreciate that, Simon. Uh, uh, so let's, uh, but we, all, we have another one up. Uh, we have the best fans. We, have, we do. We, have, we just have the best fans here. Thank you. You just made my made my evening, Simon. Uh, <laughs> someone else who had their evening made, Kyle O'Reilly. It was reported early last month uh, that Kyle O'Reilly's contract was due to expire in December. And according to PW Insider, that day is arriving this week. If O'Reilly doesn't come to terms with the company on a new contract, this will reportedly be his final week in WWE, though it's to be determined if Kyle will re-sign his WWE contract or with WWE. It is an enticing idea to think if he'll join AEW or go back to New Japan or whatever else may be. Um, this one also felt like he was on his way out, but then he got the upper hand at War Games. This feels like maybe maybe Kyle O'Reilly might be staying as well. Uh, Raj, how do you feel about Kyle O'Reilly? You think he's staying or going? I mean, I think there's a natural storyline there with, you know, uh, with Bobby Fish in AEW and Adam Cole. Um, you know, I know I'm sure AEW wants to, you know, probably not rehash NXT angles, but there is something there with the, the elite and undisputed era. And I feel like even for a short term thing, they could do something, you know, again, Kyle O'Reilly, he's one of those guys that, um, uh, again, great in-ring talent. Um, I don't th know if he necessarily has the personality uh, to make it on the main roster. You know, like a Johnny Gargano, I feel like 
Tanya Gargano does have a lot of personality. He could be a great heel, a great babyface. Um, Kyle O'Reilly is really great in the ring, but I don't know if his personality is the kind that would uh, would do well on the main roster. But you do, again, like I mentioned earlier, you do need people to work with these young up-and-coming talents in NXT. But I think he he's not, uh, I don't know, I could see him leaving. I'll just put it that way. He's in a supporting role no matter what. If he stays with WWE NXT, he's he's in a supporting role helping. Uh, if he if, if he was able to go to an AEW, he's in a supporting role. And I mean, they've made little you know references to the undisputed era, and you can't say that you know with, with Fish and Adam in the same segments. So, I there's probably other factors. There's at this point, I think it's, it it will come down to like where is he going to feel the most secure? You know, does does he take whatever again WWE offers and, and run the risk of being the next being the next round of cuts? That'll, you know, because inevitably they always do cuts anyways um, at the end of like the first quarter uh, of, of a year. So, I mean, uh, that's a whole other. He's a different one. I don't feel as strongly about him as I do with, mm-hmm. with Johnny possibly staying as I do with Kyle. I think Kyle's probably, you know, again, Japan, maybe he might have a lot of other things that he's weighing. Yeah, with that one, I definitely feel like with Kyle O'Reilly. And again, I don't know his contract situation or anything that's going on, but I do feel a little bit like if I'm Kyle O'Reilly, I'm a little bit more aware of what's going on even at nxt and seeing sort of the movement and what they're doing and saying am i a part of the new vision for what nxt is or what even raw or smackdown is and i I don't know if he's a fit there i think he he could be a fit as you guys mentioned in a lot of other places but I i don't know i mean he could prove me wrong he's talented but if i was outside looking in it does seem like there are greener pastures for him in other places mm-hmm uh throwing that out there so uh let's talk about ratings everyone loves ratings the 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 biggest segment of the night smackdown drew 2.03 million viewers on fox that number is down five and a half percent from last week drew a 0.51 in the key demo right after that was rampage and it drew 499,000 viewers on tnt it was up 15.78 percent uh, from last week, uh, it, but it was the same 1.18 demo for Rampage. So the uh, SmackDown feels like it's still kind of keeping above that 2 million mark, which seems to be the the mark we're all looking for, where Rampage's kind of struggling to get over that 500 hump there. Uh, Justin, any thoughts on, on where these numbers lie? Yeah, I mean, SmackDown continues to be strong, you know, and, and then you have Brock back you know it's so it's smackdown's doing great um i mean it'll, it'll and, and, it, and it will go up from this number as we get into rumble and mania ter- mania time uh rampage it is what it is uh you know tony khan and aew will spin it as you know we're still the best thing at a 10 o'clock time on you know whatever which I, you know is, is true but beyond that of it's must see must tune in the major stories are, I mean, they, they put some guys in the ring. They'll put Adam Cole in the ring. They'll put Punk, I mean, which is fine, but, like, there's nothing story-driven that has to, you don't have to tune in. Again, it's one, you know, kind of like how I joked about not watching Raw the last two weeks in full. You don't need to necessarily watch all of Rampage to to stay with uh, everything. I, I don't know. So it is what it is, but, but, again, that's time slot, 10 o'clock. It's doing what it's doing, so, it, you know, it is what it is. And and both some Rampage and SmackDown did have really strong competition with the Pac-12 championship and uh, NBA. So you had football, college, you know, uh, college football, and you had um, NBA. Uh, so SmackDown, it was actually their lowest number since the episode uh, where 
before fan came, fans came back. And, you know, we had Brock's return and everything. So I think this month you're just going to see the numbers down because you got football season, you know, winding down um, and college football winding down. So it's, and, you know, raw, I mean, we're kind of in the most important part of football season. I mean, tonight the bills and, and the Patriots, I, I think that's going to hurt raw quite a bit. And it kind of went down to the mm-hmm. wire. Um, so yeah, yeah gonna hurt, I mean, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt WWE for a little bit longer, especially because with the NFL season being longer this year and everything's right. pushed everything, uh, playoffs, everything all pushes in deeper into the new calendar year. It's a week. It's a week later now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So because before the first Monday of January, it was kind of when they were done with, you know, NFL competition. They still had the, the big college championship game, but uh, the NFL hurts them way more than college football. And the, the first January would be where you see them really start doing the hard rumble, uh, rumble push and really starting to uh, do their hot storylines and, and get guys returning. So, um, yeah, so I think mid-January is kind of when you'll you'll you know probably see the ratings for Raw jump up a bit. Rampage, you know, it's it's we're there in that four fifty to five fifty range. It seems like this for Rampage, this was the second lowest audience in show history. You know, be, besides last week, the point eighteen was tied with last week for the second lowest demo rating. So it's it's that time slot it makes sense for aew to not put their big stuff on rampage and to do it on dynamite but by doing that you're also making rampage not must see but it is what it is it, it's it, it does a good number for that time slot but there's also nothing on in that time slot this this time of year is always pretty if it, in historically it's always felt like wwe kind of starts phoning it in this time of year mm-hmm. uh anyways and before building back up to the royal rumble so it, if especially day one being pushed is the big thing, it feels a little bit like they're doing the we're going to wait until day one and then kick things off, even though they seem to have a we're going to wait until this next benchmark and then kick things off all the time uh, for Rampage. I feel like it's this is what it is. It's, it's going to be a show that doesn't matter, but it's going to have some great wrestling if you like pro wrestling. Uh, and I like wrestling. Uh, but uh, you, you're right. You can miss it, and I think it'll be fine. But you'll get to see your favorites, have great matches, and uh, get a chance to showcase themselves and do stuff. But I, maybe there's just a part of AEW. It's like, look, we're going to have 499,000 people that tune in regardless. Let's just put on good shows and get sell some tickets to a few live events. I don't know. Like, yeah, you look, they're building up their content, their, their library. And, you know, if they move to a streaming deal, you, you know, it for them to be a young company and already have so many hours of content in their library. Um, you know, it's a pretty big deal. And, you know, again, Friday night, no network is putting on hot shows at 10 PM. So, um, it, it, if TNT is happy with that, what they're doing in that time slot, um, I mean, obviously they'll beat everything else other than real sports. Uh, then, you know, that's good for them. Yeah. It's more money that they're making off that TV deal. And, but I, I just, I just think they should try going head to head with SmackDown, moving to prime time. Cause all uh, TNT errors in that, in that slot is movies, like old movies, like, you know, Fast and Furious, Fast Five, stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, I, I think their numbers would be better. I know then the narrative becomes, oh, Robbie Rampage head to head this week. You know, it, it, basically every week it will automatically right. SmackDown has does have a network advantage, of course. But I think even without it, it, if it was on USA, I still think it would probably win. 
But all of a sudden, I, I, I just think that they don't want that narrative each week. Yeah, because that's they. It's kind of their fault. They have. I mean, I love it when they when they fire shots. But AEW has been very. We're number one. We're number one. So if they went head to head and lost, it would be a little bit of a tuck your tail between your legs kind of thing. But I, <laughs> even though I think it, you know, I've got to think it'll beat the movies that they're putting on right now. And it's a tape show anyway. It's a, it doesn't change anything, you know, cost wise. So, yeah. Eh. yeah, we'll see. I we'll see. Um, but something that if you like seeing stuff, you should check out Paint Your Life. If you're looking for a, for a special gift for someone this holiday season, something truly unique and personal, we've got a great idea for you. At PaintYourLife.com, you can have an original painting by a world-class artist done by hand from any photo at an affordable price. If you want a truly meaningful gift, go to paintyourlife.com. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo. Send any picture, yourself, your children, your family, a special place, a cherished pet, or combine the photos into one painting. It's a quick and easy process. Get a hand-painted portrait in just about three weeks. So if you want it for the holidays, get started now. Um, now, Raj, you have one of these, and uh, I always like when you show it. So let's take take a gander. Let's take a look. Yeah. There we go. This is the paint my life that's in our it's in our living room. Um, and I'm hoping to get another one soon. Uh, every, everyone that sees it, they just love it. It's such a cool way to to capture, you know, it's it's weird for me to just have a, a picture of our family up, you know, mm -hmm. in like a, a as like a centerpiece. But yeah. by doing it this way, it's art and it's really cool. So it, it uh, it's a really cool present where we're, you know, with the holidays coming up. Um, it's just a fantastic present, especially, you know, I've been married you know, for forever. I'm <laughs> coming up on 20 <laughs> years in a, a couple of years. So you run out of ideas for gifts and something like this is just a, a fantastic gift and, and a way to switch things up. It's uh that was that that portrait was it all one picture or did you combine pictures? It oh, was, that was, it was one, one picture. picture. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I love the fact that you can combine pictures because right. I I know we all have those people who get photos with like I, my eyes were closed. I look better in this one. You can say that's fine. We'll just crop them all out and put them together. I always think that's a cool aspect of the paint your life. Yeah, uh, they send you the proofs ahead of time so you could look if anything needs to be touched up, anything needs to be changed. Just let them know, and uh, until it's finalized, they won't they won't do the the full painting, and then boom. So can yeah, the, can, can the painting capture the true essence of Jack Farmer's hair? True. You're can gonna anything. have to pay extra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's um yeah, as mentioned, three weeks, so you need to order now if you want it for the holidays. But before you do. Let me give you a little promo code, save you a little bit of money. Uh, at paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, you get your money refunded, guaranteed. And right now, the limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off. And free shipping to get this special offer. Text the word wrestling to 64,000. That's wrestling to 64,000. Text wrestling to 64,000 paint your life celebrate the moments that matter most or my hair <laughs> <laughs> uh so before we dive into the the raw chat we have a uh super chat here terry allen jr says jack ww2k22 trailer feature jack ww2k22 trailer features are you excited at i'm guessing you're asking which features, uh, which for the features? Game i'm excited about um 
I haven't seen the trailer yet. I just want it to work. Last I, last time <laughs> I played, it, they they it always they always the trailers they they do a very good job of selling you like this year. It's wow, <laughs> you can't miss it. And then it, like raw, you check it out. You're like, oh, this is what they did last year, <laughs> except with a new number on it. Uh, so I, I'm a big fan of universe mode. I hope they make that more interesting and less like it's just repeating itself over and over again. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll have to go check out the trailer. Bad, bad Keith gaming says, is it me or is the font for the wrestler's name on raw really generic, like Arial font? I am not a graphic designer, but do you, have you guys noticed the font? Is he mean on like the show raw or is he talking about the video game? I, th I think on Raw, like the the wrestlers yeah. when they come out, the lower. This is like Liv Morgan, yeah, or whatever the case is. I had not <laughs> not noticed, <laughs> Bad Keith. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind it just because I feel like so much of the show is overproduced anyway. That you know, there were times when you know, like the Fiend would come out and it'd be a bunch of fireflies that it, you know uh, go off, which is a cool effect. But it, when you already have so much going on, uh, I kind of like it. I like it just keeping it simple and you know to the point so it's um yeah i i didn't notice so i guess it's not too bad for me but uh, nothing wrong with aerial font by the way yeah aerial it does the heavy <laughs> lifting for, for for all the communication aerial uh so thanks by the way to everyone in the chat tiffany tuck graph deadpool party alvin everett uh Michael the Virus, Bad Keith Gaming, you guys, thank you so much for being a part of the live chat. And if you are part of the, if you're listening to the podcast afterwards, the audio version, give us a like, a share, a comment, subscribe, leave a five-star review and leave a nice comment. Say, like, write a little thing in there. Say, these guys are swell, five stars. Share and if it. you're and if you're wa listening or watching the archive, I always ask this on Wednesdays, I'll ask it again. Tweet us, all, all three of us, tweet us and tell us how, where, why, what. Are you on your way to work on that long commute? Are you ignoring your boss? Are you are you in a class? Are you ignoring the teacher? Are you are you what are you doing? Are you are you at the gym? Like what 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 is what what how are we a procrastination tool for you? Let us know. And, and we really appreciate it. There's so many of you guys that will you know say you're up at like four in the morning listening you know somewhere overseas and it's amazing. We really appreciate it. Yeah, that's always very cool to hear. So thank you guys. Uh, Mister Meowpuss says in the chat. <laughs> Even if 2K22 features are good, the roster dot dot dot. I always think this is funny because yeah, the, like obviously uh, Mr. Meowpus is referring to the fact that the roster's gone. It, it, it's always a little weird because yeah, they'll get rid of people, but then in the game they'll have all their moves and stuff to make them. And I always think like that feels like a little cheap, a cheap way to get people in your game when they're not really licensed for it. But hey, they own them. <laughs> Yeah. I always, I always think because like they, I always think that too because you can go. I don't know if you guys ever play the games, but you can go online. You can see the made wrestlers, and it'll say which ones are downloaded the most. And I always think that they're telling you who they want you to sign. WWE right here. Who's who's the downloaded person? TJ Perkins was like by far the most downloaded person a few years ago. Yeah. Not, didn't sign him. I don't know. Clearly, everyone wants that. But there you go. Yeah. Uh, a little hot and heavy with everyone wants them, but. Everyone, ah, well, no, I mean, you know, what I, mean? yeah. so, I was just saying, well, that was a few years ago, too, by the way. But I'm just saying, like, you know, one year it was CM Punk, though, and I, I guess that's probably not going to happen, but probably not. We get the idea. Um, 
Show starts. We've got a couple of promos. I love these backstage promos with uh, Rollins, KO, and Big E coming out. Then we get the Big O, or the Big O, the Big E, and uh, Kevin Owens. Big O, that's Zack Ryder's friend, right? <laughs> the Big O. All right. Whoops. Uh, a lot of Steel. different meanings for that. <laughs> Steel cage match. Fun, <laughs> fun match. Big E escapes through the, through the door, and then Bobby Lashley just wrecks everybody. Uh, this, I thought it was a fun, fast-paced way to start. My only gripe with the very beginning, I have two gripes about this. One, it was weird how Rollins started things, and then Big E, and then Big E came out, and then KO's promo, and then KO came out. It felt very clunky to me, but I'm just nitpicking. And the other thing is I don't like when they use the steel cage door. I feel like it's a cop-out. You got to climb. Uh, Raj, how do you feel? How did you like this match in this uh, opener? Uh, I did like how they kept the promo short and sweet. You know, I'm not saying every week you should do that. You know, some weeks it is good to start with an opening promo to set up the rest of the show. But some weeks I like mixing it up, having a match one week. Doing the steel cage match, I was surprised that they did it this early. Um, but it was a great way to kick off the show. I, you know, I do like the the promos at the beginning. Kind of reminded me of back in the day, Saturday night's main event where you had those quick little short promos hyping the rest of the night. I hope they, I wish they would do like a throwback Saturday night's main event theme where you had those old graphics and that old music, which was just freaking badass. But regardless, uh, I thought uh, the match was really good. Lashley coming in. I don't know if that means they're going to turn day one into a four way, uh, but it's like Big E is feuding with like 50 people right now. It's, it's, it's like, uh, it's kind of all over the place. I mean, I assume Kevin Owens would be taking the pin. Big E pins Kevin Owens at day one. And so that way you're still saving Big E and Seth Rollins probably for the Rumble. But now you got Lashley in the mix. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's They're throwing a lot out at once, and I'm not sure what the Mania match is. There's none of those really feel like a, a big WrestleMania match to me. No. They, no. they got time to get there, but uh, Justin – yeah, no, none of them do feel like a big mania match, but I am okay with it kind of being. Cause I think too, I think for too long we see WWE just get stuck where it's world title holder, just the one person who's challenging and feuding with them. I, I don't mind having right, uh, you know, a little bit of a you know, again, what's that famous, the famous line they always say? What you now he's become the the hunter has become the you know, he's going to become the hunted. You know, I, I don't mind having a couple different viable challengers that are all taking uh, you know jabs at them. Uh, this is the time to do it, especially when you're kind of in a little bit of a reset and you're going to go into Rumble. And then, you know, if Big E leaves Rumble as champion, you figure, okay, he is going to Mania. Uh, yeah, he needs some challenger for Mania. None of these options, Lashley, Rollins, Kevin Owens, none of them feel like Mania worthy, Mania pipe. So uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means a, a, a part timer comes out of the woodwork or somebody else gets pushed to the moon and wins Rumble like a. Damian Priest or a Braun Breaker or I, you know, I don't know. Um, but overall, I thought this was a good start. Uh, I, I liked, I like Rollins interfering in the cage match. It makes sense. You want to keep these guys beating each other up and whatever and causing chaos. That that was fine. Jack, I'm kind of with you. I've never ever liked the cage door, even though they have had good finishes back in the '90s with it. I, I, I still think, yeah, you need to climb. That that should be the way out. Uh, I, even more so, I hate cage matches where pinfalls are allowed. That's the stupidest thing in the world. Um, it should be escape. But uh, oh yeah, overall pretty good start i mean it's a good opening opening half hour for everything considered yeah the cage door was what the heels would use you know the baby face yeah. climbs over the top and then the heel would like try to scurry out of the the cage door so yeah I, and especially when you hit a big ending off of you know 
the top rope. Why, why don't you just go for the cover then? I still think I'm with you, Justin. I'm, I'm old school. I like the climbing over the top or getting out of the cage is the way to win. But um, since you do allow pins, wouldn't you just go for the pin right after that? And I think the pin is more impressive than escaping the cage door. Especially if you're the, if you're Big E, it's right. a more dominant. It's, yeah. But yeah, because when he goes out the, the, the door, I'm just like, oh, okay. Match over. I mean, I could walk through a door. Uh-huh. <laughs> Famous last words. Right. Uh, Anthony says, "Hey Raj, my birthday is tomorrow, December seventh. Can I get a shout out?" Happy birthday, Anthony! Happy birthday, Anthony! Uh, hope it's not too big of a number. You know, they, they rack up a little quickly. But uh, happy birthday, uh, Zook Enigma in the chat asks, "Did Elias get released?" Oh wait, uh, let me find that. No, come back to that. oh, Zook Enigma. Did Elias get released? I don't believe he has no, as far as no, I know. No, he hasn't. And I, I've heard he's like trimmed his beard or like shaved his beard. Um, so, you know, I think we we said it from the beginning. I, I, they clearly did not know what they were doing with Elias. They just threw it out there. Um, but he's still there. Yeah, it's he's it's he's one of the biggest mysteries to me. He he. Always gets reactions. He it seems like he can do whatever, like anything, and make it work. And it's like they feel like they go out of their way to not use Elias. Yeah, I hope they don't change him to like because him burning his guitar and everything. I hope they don't try to change him into a serious character because he is really good at getting heat and just talking smack, and he's good on the mic. So hopefully they tweak his character, whatever, but they don't well, try to go uh, like a serious route with him. So before becoming Elias, his character that he was based out of here in Pittsburgh on the Indies, he was the rock and roll Jesus. Right. Um, you know, he still played into his musical love, he, but it's played into his look of his hair and beard. Um, so I don't know if he'd go. I don't know if he'd be able to convince them of something that route. Because, again, him going with, you know, it's, it's that famous thing, a lean into what, you know, what is real, just turning the volume up. You know, him him actually being a guitar player and being Elias, you know, he made a record and you know, he got, you know, they, they got some notoriety, he played Bourbon Street. So, like, I would still think you'd want to try to, I don't know, play off these things that you can monetize and market outside of just the the squared circle. But sometimes that's that's a little bit too logical. So I don't know. <laughs> all yeah. I got to do is give him a few dubs. That's all I needed. It's just not getting squashed. This is a guy who had WrestleMania moments with John Cena, with The Undertaker, with Jeff Jarrett. Like and I'm and I'm, I'm missing more. Like he, uh, like this guy got some big ass moments on big, st- uh, you know, Raw twenty five, like w- on big big shows. Like you can't tell me that that you, know, you did that and you kept doing it. So you know, again, the guy's reliable. Guy gets a reaction. The 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 said legends who have all the say in the world, the takers, the scenes, they obviously trust and were good. Like, what more do you need? <laughs> Right, and he looks the part too. I mean, he's a big, he's a big dude that looks like he could beat people up. Like, and that battle, he he wasn't that size when he got signed, and he got he got bigger. He put the work in in the gym to get more physically uh, imposing of a look. You know, like I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, Em Vish in the chat says, "Can't believe Raw star power is feeling like some random mid card Big E KO Rollins." Your thoughts on better main eventers? Can they create factions? Uh, I think these guys are stars. I just think they're just not consistently winning. That's the problem. 
I think Big E, I think, could have that star power, but he loses 50% of the time, even with the championship. So it's hard to feel like he's that big of a deal. One of the reasons Roman Reigns feels like such a big deal is he never even, they never even hint at him looking weak, where Big E has to escape through the door. Yeah, Come on. I mean, Roman, I mean, he does have to cheat sometimes to win some of his matches, but he's, right. he, the thought of him losing is just unfathomable right now. Yeah, except, I don't know, day one. It's interesting they're doing him and Brock at day one. Um, but uh, regardless, yeah, I mean, he's definitely not being protected like Roman is. And I don't think that, I think a lot of that just has to do with my whole point with WWE just is not good at booking baby faces. They're really better at booking heels. And I think if, you know, you look at how they book Bobby Lashley. They made Bobby Lashley dominant and, and destroying people. And he felt like a big deal. And they don't do that with baby faces. Which we'll talk about later tonight. <laughs> Teaser alert. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so I mean, I think that's what we need to. That's all you need to freshen it up is just giving those guys some a few wins. And speaking of fresh, uh, HelloFresh is sponsoring the show. What is HelloFresh? I can hear all of you asking right now. Uh, you get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. The holidays can be hectic, but HelloFresh helps keep things simple with recipes and ingredients that cut out the grocery shopping and limit meal prep time so you can spend more of the festive season with friends and family. It makes the holidays easier. Your weekly delivery is made to help you cut back on meal prep and clean up. And their limited edition holiday boxes deliver everything you need to cook up a family feast. No planning necessary. I am a huge believer in HelloFresh. Uh, I know you guys are as well. Have you tried some of the holiday stuff? I haven't tried the holiday stuff yet. Mm -mm. I have not tried the holiday stuff yet. And you know what? I need to start saving more of these uh the recipe cards that they sent, but these were some of the recent ones I had the firecracker meatballs, uh, the crispy Parmesan chicken, which was just delicious. And the barbecue cheddar pork burgers, which uh, like my oldest daughter doesn't like to eat beef. So we, you know, requested no beef, but she'll do pork. And it was just fantastic. I mean, you know, I've tried making pork burgers since then, just, you know, uh, just, trying to improv it and it hasn't worked out but uh their recipe is just amazing so uh, if you haven't tried it you know you gotta you gotta try it use our promo code and just see what you've been missing yeah it's um to, to your point too it's it, it's fun to even take the ingredients and try some of your own stuff with it like mm -hmm. and and experiment with it once you've done it for a little bit and i'm telling you just i think you alluded to this before but Nothing looks better than you make it, you throw away all the packaging, and then you just pretend like you are a great chef and you know what you're doing. That's the trick. That's where HelloFresh really comes in is you go, look at me. I'm an amazing mm -hmm. chef. I made this uh, popcorn chicken or whatever. Uh, but um, uh, it's, it's, it's a great, great stuff. Uh, go to HelloFresh.com slash INC14 and use the code INC14 for up to 14 free meals and three gifts. I can't believe that's actually a real thing, that, that they're giving away that much. Go to HelloFresh.com slash INC14 and use code INC14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. If you're watching 
the uh, the YouTube. You can see the promo code right there on the screen. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. And boy, they prove it each and every time I get a delivery from them. Absolutely. So uh, speaking of always delivering, we got Queen Zelina and, with Carmella taking on Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley. Uh, this I thought was good because it, it was quick. It kind of told the story, got through it. Uh, the story being that uh, Nikki is a little disappointed. Rhea Ripley seems a little bit disappointed. We even got uh, someone asking for Jerry the King Lawler's autograph after the match. Uh, Justin, this seems like they might be teasing the split of these two. Yeah, thank God. Uh, I tried to give the Nikki A.S.H. thing like room to breathe. and I knew that it was her gimmick that she like pitched. So I'm always on board for talent getting a chance to uh, see through their ideas, especially in today's WWE climate. So I tried to be for it. And I also understood like, OK, they were right when that character started. They were just getting back out the touring on the road and like being in front of kids and meet and greet. So like, I tried to look at the bigger picture. That was like six months ago. I just the picture is nothing. Uh, like paint your light. This is this is a terrible picture. Um, it's not working. It looks ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous. Rhea Ripley looks ridiculous with her. It, it you know, I, I love that we've moved to the point of Jerry the King Lawler gets um, contained to controllable pre tapes backstage. Uh, we're not going to let him out with a live mic. He doesn't, he doesn't get to do live commentary anymore, even in Memphis. Yeah. This needs to be the end of this. Uh, I don't know what they, I don't know where they go for Nikki. You know, I don't know if she goes back to the psycho weird. Um, I'm blanking on the name of the group that she was with. Uh, uh, sanity. 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 So, yeah. I don't know where she goes from here. You know, I don't obviously I want her to still be involved. So I'm not I'm not asking for her to be released. But I, this character is not working anymore. Flip side. Queen Zelina and Carmella stock just continues to rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Zelina look great uh just a correction jack it was a singles match it was zelina against nikki ash um, oh yes. and she's on quite the win streak here she's she's won every singles match for for months so um you know i, I like queen zelina i like her gimmick i think she's a fantastic talker i've thought that for for years um you know and her and carmella they ha- they have something uh mm-hmm. so it, it makes sense. I, I'd like to see them doing more with Rhea Ripley. Maybe Nikki A.S.H. maybe turns heel and drops this gimmick because it's not going anywhere. And, um, yeah. you know, she's a really, you know, really sweet, nice person. Want to see her get something better because this is this is just a dead end with this this gimmick. How, and how they've never done a Nikki with a superhero. How have we never had a segment with her and Hurricane Helms? And he's right there. He's there. Why, what, are we, what are we missing here? Yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing stopping them from changing her back to Nikki Cross at this point. Uh, so if they did want to pull out of this this situation, go well, back. Well, sure, because because her cousin Carrying Cross has been cut, so you can't have two crosses <laughs> at the same time. Right. Right. Uh, so and to, and to be fair, when she was cross. Nikki Cross, they weren't really using her then either. So they're actually they're using her more now. Yeah. I, I wanted to say there's two. Th- what I wanted to mention during the match, Zelina had maybe the line of the night where she went for the pin and she tells the ref, "Now you may count." I thought that was a funny, <laughs> funny little bit in there. But uh, I get what they were trying to do with Jerry Lawler. 
probably could have cast the fan a little bit better. And I, I do not believe for a second that person really wanted Jerry Lawler's autograph. Well, and, and, and who, <laughs> why, why are we to believe that a fan's randomly walking backstage? At, <laughs> if you're backstage, you're not asking for autographs. It's not rule number one. If you get backstage, you don't get to ask for autographs. You're backstage. Like, it just it was so stupid. Yeah, do it in front of the arena or somewhere else where it's more believable. But <laughs> Jerry Lawler, I mean, they were in Memphis. Jerry Lawler is a big deal there. Um, yeah. But, right, so 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 have have the match done, and then like 10, 15 minutes later, or maybe longer, have Rhea Nick have Nikki in full superhero costume. This would be funny, actually. Have her out on Beale Street, and have them like bar hopping, and they run into to to, to Jerry, and then they ask, and, and like that would be more realistic, be. you know? Like that would be funny. Like Nikki's out there in her superhero costume, bar crawling on Beale Street. Like, right? What, I mean, what <laughs> that would be. That would actually be kind of funny. Yeah, her trying to be a hero in real life, and everyone's like, "Who are you? Who are you?" Yeah, uh, Rhea, that, Rhea, that is trying one. to take her to a punk rock club, and, and and then we run into Jerry Lawler, who's you know with twenty five year old women, and, you know. <laughs> and uh, Lawler, by the way, just signed a new contract with WWE, so he's uh, he's staying put with the company for a while. I do got to say the one thing I didn't like about this segment: Lawler is a big deal in Memphis, obviously, but then. WWE has, just has a bad habit of making it seem like the old stars are the real stars and the new people aren't. They're just regular people. And, and in this segment, you made it look like Lawler was the real star and Nikki A.S.H. wasn't. Yeah, it's uh, I, I think the reason I let it slide, because I agree with you on that. I, I think the reason I let it slide this time is because it feels like the A.S.H. character is on the way out. And so I think this is, I think they were trying to lead to that, but I could just be wrong. And they could just be like, yeah, trying to be funny at the expense of Nikki ASH. But I, I, cause I agree, I agree with you guys. I feel like it's, it's runs course. I just want to go back to Nikki cross and then being cool, like being Nikki cross again, which would actually pair very well with Rhea Ripley. When I think about it, mm-hmm. sanity, mm-hmm. Nikki cross being all crazy and yeah. Rhea Ripley being all punk rock. Oh. Yeah, Nikki no. Nikki Cross's Sandy was like kind of like a you know, just an updated version of kind of what you know Daphne did. Rest in peace. It, it, and, and that that would fit. You're right. That probably would fit more visually with Rhea Ripley than. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked when she was with Sanity. I liked her act, but it's clear Vince didn't get it. I mean, Sanity was never even given a shot. You know, Nikki uh, was kind of split away from the group. Was she? She never even went to the main roster with him, did she? Right. No. Yeah, yeah. No, they never even brought her in with them. Yeah, she was never attached to them yeah. uh, on main roster. Because, um, yeah, so. yeah, it was separate. Because she did one of my, she did the thing with Aleister Black and uh, on NXT where she's like, I saw who attacked you in the parking lot. And, well, and then she right. was like the best friend hanger on with Bliss. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so speaking of best friend hangers on, we got an RK Bronament going on, and uh, there's some more fun interactions between uh, RK Bro. The Viper gets a blazer, and they're going to be at ringside for the first round, which is Styles and Omos versus the Street Profits. This is a good week of, uh, of wrestling on Raw, but the story is, obviously, Omos tags himself in. The team gets counted out, and it sounds like they're on the rocks and might be breaking up. AJ downplays it, threatening Riddle with the microphone. Uh, Justin, why wasn't Kevin Patrick doing in-ring interviews? That's what I want to know. Because he's nowhere near as entertaining as Riddle. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, obviously, this is inevitable that AJ and Omos split. 
Uh, and I, you know, you, I, I kind of figured it would be if not if not by the rumble, then before the rumble, you know, they start to split and have the, the tension. I guess what I'm curious of is what, who plays what role? Like the crowd has a, AJ can heal it up with the best of them. The crowd has just a natural pull towards Omos. We've seen it. This, the Omos experiment has gone really well. They've handled him really well. They've protected him. Um, they put him in good hands with AJ. When there have been times of like see Omos in the ring with, with Randy or whomever, like the crowd gets up for it. Um, so, but so like one hand, it's like, okay, well, Omos should be the baby face who's breaking away from the, the heel tyrant AJ. It's it's classic Sean Diesel. But then at the same time, it's, it, it's very weird to me to have this guy of AJ's stature and, and then Omos of his stature and to baby Omos and heel AJ. I don't know. So I'll, I'll be curious to see how this plays out. It, you know, obviously a guy of Omos's size, it's hard to always get babyface love on him. Braun was able to do it. Braun was kind of like lightning in a bottle, which they obviously just decided just to throw that bottle in the dumpster. They they opened the bottle and just left um, yeah. So I don't know. So I'm curious what they do here because it, it is a tough casting situation. Yeah. What Raj? Let me ask you just on top of that. Omos on his own. How? Obviously, he's a, a a sight to see in the ring. But how does he have matches? I feel like no one would ever challenge him. AJ yeah, I mean that's antagonize it, people into it. It still seems soon to me to break up AJ and Omos, and um, maybe this is a longer story where you know they don't do it immediately. It's not next week, or you know, like they they play it out over a month or two, and maybe do it at the Rumble or something. But know, Omos just seems like someone who needs like a, a mouthpiece, like a manager, at least for now. And um, yeah, it just seems it seems soon to me. It is. It just feels like sometimes WWE. They they'll break up acts just to break it up without any real plans, and they just all of a sudden they just kind of scatter and and don't really do anything. And it's it, I, I'm kind of get that feeling that they're doing it with this, like they don't have a real plan here. They're just doing it to do it. I'm torn because I want to see AJ have a, a strong singles run again, right? But at the same time, I agree, Omos is so amazing. But I just no one would pick a fight with him backstage, and. I don't know if I see him coming out and saying I'm challenging Damian Priest for the U.S. title. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll prove me wrong. It's, but I would think Justin, to your point, it feels a little bit like AJ was trying to be sympathetic in the promo where he was kind of like, I don't know what's going on. Everything's fine. And yeah, a, a little bit. He was trying to baby it up a little bit until he then started smack talking Riddle and just being annoyed with Riddle. Um, I don't know. My, my fantasy booking, this is total fantasy because it's not going to happen. My fantasy booking would be, as we're seeing Vince, as we'll get to in a second, as Vince is starting to court his next McMahon you know, chosen one, uh, I would love to see, like, because I agree, Raj, Omos, even he needs, I think he needs a mouthpiece. I don't, I don't think he's going to talk anybody into the building. I don't think he's at that level. He He's probably progressed in ring, and, and he's, he's learned a lot under the AJ learning tree and learning how to use a size and, and etc but i think he still does need somebody to help uh tell that story i would love like a shane mcmahon to resurface mm-hmm. this would be a real pool omos obviously was the security guard for the short-lived raw underground right, right. That, that, that's shane like but i would love a shane shane mcmahon who is who is the epitome of cool he comes out still doing his thing doing his shane omac dance he's always dressed to the nine as fresh as can be with with the the best best outfit he just looks cool and he's shane mcmahon he's the son of a billionaire like shane mcmahon coming out and like then being 
you know, this is my guy. This is my personal investment. This is my, I don't know. I, I could, I could buy into that. I'm, and, and then take a step further that Shane's got his guy up against Vinnie Mac up against pops. guy. I don't know. Like it's not going to happen. Shane seems most removed from everything right now, right. Uh, but that, that that's something I could buy into that would give me new life into uh, an Omos character if he's going singles. Yeah, I like that idea. <clears throat> I would. Everyone would hate this because I it's, it's helping out the old guys. But I want to see if they break up. I want to see them eliminate each other in the Royal Rumble. Then AJ beats him at at uh, Elimination Chamber. Goes on to face Roman Reigns, and he's the guy to beat Roman Reigns. AJ Styles in a barn burner of a matchup. Not going to yeah, happen either. That's not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we have a better chance of Shane coming back. To yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the money. Um, so Sarah Shriver's backstage. She's also wondering why Matt Riddle is doing interviews uh, in the ring and not her. But she does get an interview with Becky Lynch. And I just want to ask you guys just kind of real quick thoughts what is the difference between bad guy Becky Lynch and good guy Becky Lynch? She insults the audience a couple times. And bad guy Becky Lynch will hold the rope to win. Okay. Because listen to this promo, I was like, this kind of sounds like what she would have said if, before she left. <laughs> she should have, they shouldn't have turned her heel. It's an uphill battle trying to get fans to boo her. Um, it's, it's, well, and to turn her heel an upward uphill battle. And. <laughs> And to not then anoint a new baby face. To, right. <laughs> which yeah. we'll get to. I don't know. That's... Yeah. Yeah. This was, this was Sorry a weird. Sorry to cut you off, Raj. I just. No, no, for sure. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm bursting to get to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, let's, let's, we'll hurry up. We'll get there. Davian Priest, Robert Roode, open challenge. Um, I'm a big Robert Roode fan. So I like seeing him in this match though. I, we all knew how this was going to end. Uh, David Priest gets a win. Ziggler attacks him afterwards, and I got a feeling that's some day one-ish coming up soon. Uh, any feedback on this one? Any any thoughts on this match? Seemed pretty straightforward. Yeah, Damian Priest. He's uh, he continues. I mean, Damian Priest does not lose. Go back and look at Raw. I mean, he does just does. I mean, he's winning. I think he's, he's been winning been once. Yeah, I mean, he uh, since Rumble, since the strapping on with the Bad Bunny stuff. I mean, he's just he's had a hell of a. He, he's probably had aside from Roman Reigns, who's Roman Reigns is his own class. Damian Priest is had the best twenty twenty one of anybody who's never held a world title uh, in WWE. So I got big hopes for what's going to happen at Rumble and and beyond for him. Uh, Robert Roode seems like a very nice guy from everybody I know that knows him and has worked with him and looks in great shape. I hope I can look half of him when i'm yeah. uh in my 40s but let's just be real I, who cares it, the, 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 i mean again he, he's a tragic story from nxt to main roster there, there's no credibility there's no reason to care there's no reason to believe that he's a threat and that's just that's just the reality of it yeah i wish this match was a bigger deal i think robert root is very underutilized but he has been and no one thought he was going to win and he, he's where he is and that's what it, it is what it it is what it is. I, I think Ziggler, I don't see that being a pay-per-view match. Maybe. I would just think they do it next week on Raw, but we'll see. Robert Root is always my example of, on in wrestling, he looks like an average-sized guy, but if you knew him in real life, he'd be the biggest person you knew. Like, just, Oh, so yeah. You walk into Buffalo Wild Wings with the dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. nobody's scooching their stool too close to you. They're giving you a little bit of yeah. freaking room, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, when he's... <laughs> Yeah, when he's 
<laughs> but he's standing next to other people in wrestling. You're like, oh, he's like an average size. No, yeah. he's, he's a, a gargantuan human being in real life. Yeah, um, I mean, you should, yeah, you show up to your kid's freaking soccer game <laughs> standing next to him at the high school. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, there, there, there's some moms in yoga pants that are freaking <laughs> not leaving you alone. But <laughs> on Monday Night Raw, right. next, next. <laughs> Uh, so we've got Bianca versus Dewdrop in uh, what looked like it was going to be a pretty good match. These two, uh, frankly, they're two of my favorites in the women's division. So I was excited to see this uh, great matchup. Very disappointing end with it just being a walkout uh, from Dewdrop, looking like another day one likely matchup of some kind. Uh, since there's only, I think, four weeks until uh, day one. We've got a few rematches left to, to fill the time. Uh, Justin, uh, any any thoughts on uh, this one? I'm actually I'm going to disagree with you, Jack. I was actually okay with this finish. I, I didn't like the fact that it's the second count out of the night because I did a count out earlier in the night with the the Omos AJ stuff. But this made sense because like Dewdrop got a it was a really competitive match. Um, I, I quite honestly I, I I think I do buy more into her and the heel character versus the you know you know, happy spirit fingers and i don't know I, I buy into that a little bit more with her and and she she went she was competitive in the ring it was a good match i kind of like the fact that then you know bianca you know just gets to the point of getting ready to give her a finisher and do jobs like i'm out forget this screw this i kind of was into this this was a comp- this was a competitive match it, it 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 did do drop favors i thought it made her look far more legitimate than any of the stuff really prior had and, and i i'm I'm not an Eva Marie hater. I didn't hate on that 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 attempt, but this is this is the best look. And I think her just kind of saying, "Screw this, I'm walking out." Uh, and then she's going to come back and probably pick her spot again and cherry pick. Uh, I'm okay with this. I thought that, I thought I thought this was this also showed me the WWE booking, Vince, not having her just get pinned and lose, but hey, she lives to fight another day. Even if she walks out on her own as a, as a heel, but she does not get pinned or or does not tap, shows me that they have a, a little bit of hope of doing something with her as a heel yeah i mean she's i I thought this was by far her best match uh since she's you know been on the main roster i can't speak for all her nxt uk stuff but definitely on the main roster i thought this was the best i hated the ending though i'm fine with you doing a count out or dq if you have a five minute match or a seven minute match but once you're going 20 plus minutes and you have a really long match to just do the cheap finish save the long match for later when you are going to do a real finish but it's just you invest so much time for something where it's just a flat crap finish so i didn't like that but outside of that i thought this match was really good i thought bianca looked awesome a dew drop she's kind of you know edward cousins pointing out she took over the nia jacks role i kind of agree she does feel like she's like nia would probably be in that role um and, well um, i don't know the dew feels like and this is tradition Vince, if you are a bigger, if you are a bigger person, if you're a bigger stature, male or female, if you're going to be booked with any sense of seriousness or credibility, Vince will not allow you to be a babyface. Whether you're Otis and you can't be fun-loving Chris Farley, you have to be heel in the tag team to be taken serious, or Nia Jax, or I mean. Bastion Booger, like just go through like in, in the in the anal, uh, a birth of Fay. If you are if you are not a certain prototype size, Vince is only going to let you be 
serious contender if you're a heel. He he just does not believe it, it, if you're a face, you are a straight comedy. We're gonna throw pig slop and pies in your face. You're gonna be a joke. You're gonna or you're chasing a 24-7 title. And it's kind of unfortunate because again, I mean, maybe the dude, maybe, you know, maybe Dewdrop could have been a kid connected character. She could have been a, a next try after Nikki ASH, but he quickly wanted to abandon that and he's gone to this. So far, this might have a chance. Again, she looked competitive tonight, but it does suck that there's kind of like there's just like this lane that you know you're going to be in if you are not a prototype size and image uh, of what everybody else is. It's, it, it is kind of annoying, but I don't know. It's- I, I, and I will say, I, I think what I was trying to get at is what Raj said is that I don't mind the, the I don't mind the walkout as much as after the 20 minutes. If it, if it was a short match, I, I'd get it. But investing it so long, I do think and, and in the chat, Deadpool Party said it. But it's uh, I do think that if they build to it once uh, once Bianca hits that KOD or is able to lift Piper or um, Dewdrop that'll be a huge moment if they do it right and they build to it and make it can she lift her there's this great video of lex luger trying to put i think it's a roadblock from wcw oh yeah and he can't get him the first few times three tries yeah if he's able to if they're able to do something like that i think it'll be a really cool moment for them but uh, they're two of my favorites so I'm, i'm just excited they're on tv um speaking of my favorites Austin Theory is rubbing shoulders with Vince McMahon again. I don't know where this is going, but I feel like anytime old Vince is uh, giving you the the time of day, it's a good thing. I think someday, maybe in 10 years, Austin Theory might be a current Mount Rushmore guy. I think he might be a, one of the top four of current wrestling. I'm not saying all-time wrestlers. I'm okay. saying, you know, uh, you know, like at the moment, he'll be like one of the top four guys. I think he could be a... I think he's destined for for very big things. Not much came out of this, but uh, Justin, I know you're a big believer in uh, in a theory. He's got the age on his side. He's got the look. He's got the in ring. I mean, he's got a lot of the tools. Um, you, you can't, yeah, you can't ignore. I mean, you got. I mean, Vince doesn't like to be on camera that much anymore. Uh, he's 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 always the he's always the break the glass when time to panic. <laughs> button when they want to get a little manufactured couple week boost um i don't think he does the same anymore i mean he just doesn't have that same vince i mean he he's vince mcmahon but you know he's I, he's hard to hear some he's, his voice is low and gravelly i i find myself like having to crank my volume up to sometimes make sure i catch what he's saying i i don't know i i struggle with this because while i try to appreciate we're seeing like vince kind of giving i mean who 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 can give more of a rub right to somebody than vince the character on screen but then i also look at history vince's greatest rubs have came you know being the opposition obviously to austin you know to 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 brett in some ways just to cena at a time um you know when he actually tried to strap like his endorsement rocket to somebody for one reason or another, it's, it's, there's been, it hasn't panned. You know, I, I think back to one of my personal favorites who I think just never got, who never got to see it all through because of crazy ass 2007 <laughs> uh, events. Ken Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy was supposed to be revealed as Vince's illegitimate son and the name Kennedy, you know, and, and all this, and it didn't happen. The, whatever. Go, go, go Wikipedia. <laughs> um, Drew McIntyre was the chosen one. Obviously, that did not work out on that run. You've drew a sense 
Yeah, so I don't know. So I'm kind of torn because I'm like, I'm trying to be excited, but I'm looking at history and I'm like, sometimes when Vince blatantly says, this is the guy to care about, this is the next young guy, it just doesn't always work that way. So I'm, I'm watching this super close with a lot of attention, a lot of interest, but I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to be touting Austin Theory as a WrestleMania main eventer for the coming years just yet. Yeah, I think if if this continues to be Austin Theory as some kid who's just like, overwhelmed being next to Vince and you know if it if this doesn't end with Austin Theory laying him out or you know something big like that just him being kind of like this lackey we saw how that worked out with Chris Jericho with Stephanie McMahon you know just being linked with a McMahon doesn't help you out unless you kind of come out on top and uh it doesn't seem like they're headed that way but you know again we'll we'll let it play out but I just have seen so many times over and over where uh you assume someone's going to get the rub from something and, and they don't. And I hope, I hope that's not the case here. Cause I'm, I agree with Jack. I, I see a ton of potential with Austin and uh, he's someone that I, I think could be at the top of the cards pretty easily. If, if they don't make him look weak throughout this whole angle. Uh, someone who looked strong today was uh, Dominic Mysterio as he paired with his dad, Ray, and they beat the Alpha Academy in the RK Bronament. Look, I love the puns, but Bronament is a bit of a stretch. Come on now. <laughs> uh, but, um, uh, Otis didn't even get in the ring, but he did flatten Riddle after the match, which I think is kind of the story. Justin, I think that they're just leading us to a Alpha Academy versus RK Bro next week. But if they do, that is kind of some storytelling, right? We should be happy. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I, you know, we talk about AJ Nomas. What's the Randy Riddle story? When does that marriage end? I think that's a WrestleMania match, right? Since it's been so long now that I, I don't think you just break them up and do it at you know, elimination chamber fast lane. Uh, it's, it's gotta be, uh, you know, a, a big match, but they did kind of flatten riddle there. Like, a, like a job guy. <laughs> I mean, they made him, he, I thought he was really irritating tonight with the stuff with AJ after that match. And then uh, again, here, there are times when riddles comedy works on me and there are times it doesn't. And tonight was one of those where it didn't. And I, I mean, I, I was happy when Otis laid him out. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it kind of makes no sense for Otis and Gable to get a to lose and then get a, a match with RK Bro when this whole little tournament is to see who gets to face RK Bro. Um, you ma- you're making the biggest mistake in WWE, Raj. You're trying to make it make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just supposed to feel it. And what's it feel like it's going to happen? That's how you figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I'm wrong about everything, by the way. But uh <laughs> We'll see how that goes. Uh, Finn Balor gets a much-needed win over T-Bar. Solid, quick matchup, hard-hitting. Again, the story is what's after the match, though Austin Theory shows up after doing some jumping jacks for Vince McMahon and takes out Finn Balor. This is uh, this will be a... a, I guess it's going to be a a matchup that is going to be good for him. You're (laughs) laughing, Justin. You didn't like this one? (laughs) No, I'm laughing because the second right before the match, Vince is telling... You know, jumping jack Austin Theory. I don't have a match for you. I'm like, really? You you, you couldn't you couldn't get T Bar to have a match with Austin Theory, boss man. You couldn't yeah. make that happen. Mace Mace hasn't really been used. Right, Mace doesn't have one. A Eli- lot Elias wasn't available for a match with Austin right. Theory. I don't know. Drew Gulak, any of the twenty four seven guys. Right, they're just um, begging for matches. <laughs> uh, I don't know here. I I mean. Again, Austin Theory, he looked good. He looked good. I mean, he comes out, he's, you know, he's doing what Vince has been t- teaching him, you know, expect the unexpected. And 
I, I'm curious what the payoff is. Like, what are we building to with Austin Theory? Like, who's who's going to be the big? Like, are we? It's probably not day one, or maybe it is. I don't know. Like, who's the big next challenge for him? Or like, you know, is he a final four in the Rumble? Like, again, for Vince to be giving these kind of segments, that's it matters. Well, you know, I'm yeah, curious. I mean, that's what I got out of this. Was like, it's going to be Austin and, and Finn Balor at day one. And I think Finn Balor is a great opponent for Austin because he can really get him the the reps in the ring, you know, that that he can use at such a young age. So I think working with someone like Finn is like working with with someone like AJ. It's a a really smart move, and I think it could be a really entertaining feud. Yeah. Uh, We'll see what happens there. We had two backstage segments before the main event. One was more 24-7 shenanigans where Reggie jumped off a scaffold into Dana Brooks' face and said, don't be alarmed, as if that's not the most terrifying thing that could happen to you. Someone just jumping 30 feet from the air and landing right next to you. Uh, but uh, then M- MVP says Bobby Lashley did what he did because actions have consequences. Um, Raj, let's take it with you. Any Any takeaways from this? My big takeaway from uh, MVP was that it doesn't matter that Bobby Lashley fought for our country and was a collegiate athlete anymore because he's back to wrecking people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, not really. I, you know, the one thing is how much time WWE can kill before the main event match, you know, because the last match before this was the Mysterios, right? Balor and T-Bar. Balor and T-Bar. And so by the time that ended, there was probably still 45 minutes left in the show. So between all the video packages, backstage segments, commercials, because it's not like the main event was that long. It was, you know, maybe 20 minutes. So mm-hmm. uh, they just, man, they can, they really kill that time. It's terrible for the live audience. Becky Lynch made her entrance. She started making her entrance at 1030 Eastern time. Right. And they did not ring the bell to her match until 1043. So they did her entrance, came back. They did a the live packet. Like, they do all this thing, and I understand the philosophy is like, okay, bring Becky out for her entrance, go to commercial. Becky's a star, so she's going to carry the audience. So I get the television philosophy, but to the live audience, Becky had to stand out there for 13 minutes in the ring and just la 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 la. Yeah, just, it's awkward. It's awkward when you're there watching it. <laughs> yeah, know? like just seeing them in the ring for 10, 15 minutes doing nothing, waiting for their match to start. Yeah, 13 minutes is an eternity when you're just sitting there waiting and <laughs> like with nothing to do. So, uh, but let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about this main event. We get a a heartfelt promo package about how this is what more Liv Morgan has always wanted. And Becky Lynch gets the win here. Justin, I know you've been wanting to chat about this one. Let's get into it. What how, talk about this main event? Talk about Liv Morgan coming up short against the man Becky Lynch. Well, first off, the match was tremendous. Again, for those that are watching or listening to us who use us as the cliff notes of what should you go back and see, this match is really good. It is, I mean, it's a main event match. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. You know, that's great. But I, I guess I'm just, you know, they did all, you know, they did they, they, the video package with, you know, Liv's mom's interview and they tell, they tell her story and you know she's you know commentary is acknowledging that she's organically grabbing the the audience and to what raj said earlier they decided to go this route of becky lynch they're committing to her to be in the heel and like this is why you have stars like becky lynch that get created and you've already finished the business with her and charlotte you put them on separate brands you obviously don't want them cat fighting anymore so raw is becky's brand to have 
Raw is Becky's women's division to build up. And again, when you get some lightning in a bottle, like you have organically with the live situation, what does it, it hurts nobody to, ha- to do all this big build for a main event spot on Raw. And if Liv wins, nothing hurts uh, Becky. Liv can win. And, and even if Becky wins it back in a couple months, like, you know, when we have to go into minutiae of how you do it, but like, I, I don't understand. They did the same finish as they did Survivor Series, the roll up and the hold the rope. So unless they're trying to milk a few more out, unless they're trying to like milk this to the day one show when that's where Liv actually gets. But I think when you're in this week to week battle of trying to get better numbers for USA and for Raw and for trying to make Raw unexpected, must see, gotta tune into this three hour epic journey. I think this is the time to do it. I think you have Liv win tonight, have a rematch at day one, and then we can go into a lot of other discussions of what the rematch is. But I think. They they missed an opportunity. It, nobody would have been harmed. Everybody would have been elevated if you would have had live win tonight. I, I I really think that they just they they did a big old tease job, uh, and then they only took you to second base. Yeah, see, I, I disagree with that, and and because I, I'm basically of the mindset that I don't like titles changing too often. The more they change, the, the less they mean. Now, uh, now I do think that you could have done a thing where this was a non-title match and if Liv wins, then she gets a title match against Becky at day one. And then that way you have Liv get the win here. You know, it, it, but even then I just don't think, I think it's too soon to beat Becky. She's one of the biggest stars in the company. Uh, This Liv Morgan, you know, just a month ago, she was losing to Carmella. So you have time to still, you know, let her, she, I think she's gotten elevated from this feud. As long as they don't all of a sudden start forgetting about her next week, they continue on with it keep continuing on with that push and then finally when she wins the wins the title it means that much more so i the, I, I don't i don't think she should, becky should have lost the title tonight the non-title route match no god makes yeah. me just throw, throw up in my mouth if Liv would have won tonight just by a roll the same way the way the just the way they did the match the the simple roll-up come on roger you're with me here you remember piper and Hart wrestlemania 8 yeah. you remember heart versus heart wrestlemania 10 the quick roll-ups out of nowhere and the heel gets it, it's fine. Or, or the face gets it. Whatever, either way, it works because it's like you can make a case for there needs to be a rematch. If Liv would have got that quick roll-up, Becky would have not been harmed. The crowd would have gone crazy. The, I mean, the I don't know. Just missed I, I, opportunity. I, well, I hear you. But I think it does live more harm if she just has a short title reign. If she wins it, just loses it three weeks later. I think it's better to not do the title change yet. And then down the road, you know, when she wins it, you know, when you're talking about Hart and Piper, Hart was there. He, you know, he, he, he was the champion who, who retained. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. He, he beat Piper for the title, but he had, he had had it a few months before he lost it to the Mountie. Piper beat the Mountie. Yeah. You're right. right, 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 right. But, um, but yeah, I just think uh, it just seemed too soon for Liv. I like that. They told the story. I think Liv is a bigger star. And this was, I thought the best match of Liv's career. Uh, I thought the main event was just fantastic. So, I, you know, it was kind of a cheap finish. It did uh, it did disappoint a lot of people out there. But I also think for business, for right now, I think it was the right move. I think I, I, I want to reiterate first what Justin said. This was a great match, and I agree. I think it was probably Liv's best match. So if you did just skip it, it's, it's worth checking out. I think the difference is, is the way they presented it with the video package of Liv and sort of building this as something special. Because now if she gets the rematch and she wins it, you're like, 
oh, okay, she finally got it, as opposed to this was the big moment. Like this was, it was supposed to be, the way they built it is it was supposed to be now, but now yeah. she does it later. You're like, it's like when someone wins the WrestleMania rivalry, but then the other person wins at Backlash. And you're like, okay, whatever. You got yeah. like, and, and for people, and that was her real mom that, that was interviewed. Uh, okay. She Liv Morgan, her character name, has been a fan her whole life. She, the way she got in, she was not an indie darling. The way she got into WWE was she worked out and knew Joe DeFranco, who Joe DeFranco is Triple H's personal trainer. He's the one who trains. When you see Triple H and Stephanie doing these Instagram videos of working out at like three in the morning, Joe was their personal trainer. And he got her noticed and got her into the the, the performance center and the whole system. Like, And she has worked her ass off because when she came in, she was just a pretty formal model, pretty blonde hair model type who was a wrestling fan. She knew wrestling, but she had no, she had never bumped before. And so she went from never bumping to like going through the system and working through. And obviously we've seen riot squad. We've seen failed storyline stuff. She has truly clawed her way to getting into a main event match against, you know, Becky, who's the hottest thing they have in the women. I mean, so like, I, I just, I don't know. I just felt like there was just this perfect storm of like, you need some headlines. You need some must-see reasons to turn into Raw. This would have been one again. And I understand Roger's point. If she loses it three weeks later, how much does it do for her? But I don't know. I, I would give her the title, see how the people react, and then, yeah, maybe she ends up holding it for longer than three weeks. Maybe she ends up taking it for several months. But you don't know that until you actually get the title on her and you see what the buzz, see what the reaction is. They didn't even go that route tonight. I'm just I'm just disappointed to that. Um, Kier Kemp in the chat says Becky took picks with fans to fill time. Well, how nice of her! That's, that's nice. <laughs> what a heel! What a heel! Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, here, here we go. Yeah. She's gonna go cheat to win here in 15 minutes, but let's let her do a meet and greet. <laughs> <Right. Ring side. laughs> hey, I'm making fun, but if I was front row, I'd bet. Can I get a picture? Back? <laughs> <laughs> Jack. Uh, so, um, it's uh. That was that was the show, uh, Raj. Just real quick, fun, just fun prediction here. Who do you think is the person that eventually beats Becky Lynch? Um, Stop well, now I think you know Liv is a is a, a viable candidate. I still think it should be Bianca. I think she's mm-hmm. got that. You know, I feel like she can really use that win and take her to the next level. I feel like she's kind of near that top pecking order already, and so just that win would probably get her there. So I, I'd say Bianca Belair. At WrestleMania. That's, that's who I want to see win it. I'm a big Bianca fan. Um, but that that's it. That's the show. We got we got through it all. Uh, if anyone else has any other comments in the chat, hit us up with one of those super chats. Uh, guys, any final thoughts on the show before we start wrapping it all up? No, it, it was what it was. Uh, you know, it, I mean, there's some good, some bad. We highlighted the good. We talked about the bad. Um, that's that. Uh, earlier, we had a, a super chat about the uh, birthday being tomorrow uh happy birthday i didn't get to chime in also december 7th uh near and dear to my heart it's the uh, anniversary of the pearl harbor attacks as pearl harbor never forget i'm always near and dear to that uh, my great-grandfather was uh one of the he was he survived it he was the president of the pearl harbor survivors for many years until he passed away in 05 uh so i'm always real big on that date um so just wanted to give a, a shout out to to a u.s a day in u.s history that you know, again, never forget, and there's very few survivors that are left, you know, at mm-hmm. this point that are so many years later. So December seventh. Absolutely. And um yeah, I think that does it for us. So we've got uh tomorrow, NXT 2.0. Uh 
Uh, we've got uh, the after show here on Wrestling Inc. We've got Wednesday Dynamite here on Wrestling Inc. We've got well the after show uh, on on Wrestling Inc. We've got the double header of SmackDown and Rampage on Friday. Is there a pay per view this weekend? No, no, okay. not until day one. Not until day one. Wow, this is like there's time. ROH final battle, but no WWE or oh, okay. AEW pay per views until. Okay, uh, so it's um. So it's a good time to check out Wrestling Inc. Follow all the news. Lots of contract stuff happening, as we talked about at the top of the show. You definitely want to check that out. That does it for us this week. I'm Jack Farmer. He's Justin Labar. He's Raj Geary. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you tomorrow for the NXT After Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.